0: He's in the breath inside you. He's in the falling rain. He's in the light that shines on ever.
1: And I'm excited about a announcement that I'll give you during the show about a new place where you can engage with Now Hear This Entertainment, the podcast. But first, joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Wisconsin, my guest is a singer-songwriter who plays guitar. He's extremely busy performing in support of his latest release, which came out early this year, The single from that album has gotten radio play on a major national station out of Los Angeles, plus the Associated Press even picked up an interview he did. He has a number of previous releases, including a live CD. He is a contemporary Christian artist and, as such, has opened for the likes of Building 429, Sarah Groves, The Afters, and Chris August, among others. You've been hearing one of his songs, entitled the song that set us free. It's my pleasure to welcome to the show, Danon Kane.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate
1: it. Absolutely. Dana, welcome. And congratulations on being, I'm pretty sure, the first guest on Now Hear This Entertainment from Wisconsin.
2: Well, I'm very honored. Thank you for
1: having <laughs> me. <laughs> well, I'm so grateful for all the people who keep listening every week and they will be the first ones to tell you that we always start off by having the guest talk about the song that was playing during the intro, so Danon, if you would talk about the song, the song that set us free, including, I guess, its peculiar title.
2: Yeah, the song that set us free uh, kind of send out uh, of some of the some of the struggles that I have in life. Um, I, I I tend to feel lonely a lot. And, uh, anyone who kind of goes through loneliness and, and, and feeling maybe abandoned in life, uh, kind of knows the feeling that some days it's, it's difficult to get out of bed. And, uh, and, and there was a time, a day where I was, I was feeling some of that. And, uh, God reminded me that, that he's, that he's everywhere, that he, if you look for him, um, he'll show up. And, uh, I got this, Kind of picture, vision in my head of uh, one day all of all of the people that call Jesus Lord, all the people that will be in heaven. Uh, we were all dancing in the court, courtyard of of God, and uh, over us was being sung this gorgeous, beautiful, beautiful song that was called the Song of Salvation, and uh, it, it just kind of breaks into an anthem of of all the chains being lifted and all the people that have suffered and struggled with addiction or depression or any kind of, uh, any kind of emotional struggle that, 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 that realization that that is now gone and we are now in pure joy in the presence of God. It just was a, a beautiful vision. And that's kind of where that song stemmed out of.
1: I'm tempted to use the word courageous and I, and I don't mean the casting crown song. Uh, but, <laughs> but, I, but I, I think, I think that's not really the word I'm looking for here. It, it, it's more, Maybe it's more conflicted um, or, or contradictory, and, and obviously, you know, we all know, um, you know, the Bible passage: "I can do all things uh, through Christ who gives me strength." Um, but to be in that mindset where you're very lonely and, and you're choosing to hang your head instead of what we're supposed to do, which is look up to God, that you decide, "No, I'm going to rally around this moment," and, and of course, the intervention of the Holy Spirit gives you the strength to be able to do that and to say rather than wallow in my loneliness or my sorrow, I'm going to write a song. And, and you know, that in itself is just another sign of God's infinite love for us, that in that moment He reaches down and blesses you and says, well, Dana, I'm going to give you a song to write here.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think every day we do have a, a choice. Um, we can't necessarily choose the emotions that we feel, and we can't necessarily choose um, some of the things that we go through in life, but we can choose what we do with it and what we, what we, how we handle it. And I, I think, um, going through a lot of the, the different things that I've gone through in my life, uh, I've, uh, I've come to, you, you come to understand certain things that will help you keep your mind in the right places and, and, and keep your mind uh, where God wants your mind to be. And so for me, it's, it, i I do need that constant reminder that he is with me that he has not forgotten me, that his presence is is tangible that he is in the Word of God, but he's also in nature all around me he's in he's in um he's in the people around me and so I think it's you know we do bear uh, an element of responsibility to to uh, to to keep our minds uh in the right places and and so that that song was a good way of getting it off my chest and getting it off my mind and reminding myself that God has, God has not abandoned me. He is is right here with me.
1: Yeah. And to hopefully do, uh, what as listeners, we love when so many contemporary Christian artists do, which is give us the song, give us a song that says, wow, I guess I'm not the only person that's, that's going through this. This guy knows exactly how I feel. And, and, you know, with any kind of luck, um you either meet those people as, as you're out ministering or they uh contact you through social media and something and and, and they say, Danan, thank you for writing that song. Uh, you know, and I'm and I'm sure you get to hear lots of testimony in return of, of where people are in, in their walk, uh, you know, that, that your song is, is able to help them.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think um one thing that I saw God bless early on in my ministry is just And the element of transparency. You know, when I when I when I do shows, I'm very transparent on stage. I'll I'll let you know kind of things that I'm going through, things that I'm struggling through. And I think God really blessed that because at the end of the day, every one of us is is dealing with the realities of life, and that life is not easy. And um, so we can all relate. And when I think. When someone opens up and says, I don't have it all together or I am going through something, I think it almost gives other people permission to uh, to admit that as well. And and I think there's a lot of strength in the community of us coming together as believers and, and really laying it out on the table and not, not trying to pretend that, that we have it all together, or that things are all right. But when we lay it all on the table and we say, no, we're we're mutually saying as a body that we need Jesus every moment of every day. Uh, and that here's an area I'm struggling that, that that opens the door for other believers to pray for each other, uh, to encourage each other to be there for each other, to reach out maybe when they wouldn't otherwise. Um, so I think the more transparent we can be, the more honest we can be in our in our struggles, the more we can band together as a community um, and really help each other.
1: Yeah, and I think certainly that as the body of Christ, we see someone on stage, and we see that that person is just as vulnerable as we are. So when you are so transparent and you tell these people, look, this is what I'm dealing with, and I know that a lot of you are dealing with the same thing, you know, there is kind of that that peace that comes about everybody that says, okay, you know, God's got this and, and we're going to be okay because, you know, that guy, just because he's on stage doesn't mean that he's getting a free pass and that everything's going all right for him because you're you're up there telling everybody, hey, I'm I'm hurting just as much as you are, and, and sometimes more, and, uh, you know, and, and that's where a song like that comes from, and, and you're able to help people out, and, you know, it, it does make me think, Um, and <laughs> my fiancé just, just reminded me the other day, you know, it, it is a, a practice-what-you-preach kind of thing, because, you know, she said, wait a minute, because I was in a little bit of a funk myself, and she said, you know, I was just driving and listening to you interview Natalie Jean on, on episode 79, and you were telling her about what Dominic pages said on episode fifty six and episode eight, he was on the show twice, you know and about stating a positive intention and then if you're gonna go into something with your head down, you know then you're not giving yourself a chance and and you know and in the spiritual context you know you're 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 not opening yourself up and availing yourself you know to to what the Lord has for you uh in him and and in his word, so you know we we are um you know we are all very very vulnerable and and uh, we do have our own testimony and and you know in, in community with one another uh, you know we can we can lift one another up. Um, Dane and I like to try to have some teaching moments on every episode, so let's delve a little bit in, into playing live. Um, you have self booked more than two thousand shows nationwide uh, over over time. I also know that you do have a team behind you that does things like setting up our interview today, but in the intro, I mentioned some of the big names in Christian music that you opened for. Did you book yourself into those slots as an opener, and if so, how, or did a booking agent do all that for you?
2: Yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting part of part of it. I've I've been independent and I've I've chosen to stay independent over the years for a various number of reasons. But um, one of the hardest things for an independent artist is to get some of those opening slots with some some large artists because usually labels kind of help each other out and have other up and coming artists on their label open for right. some of their bigger their bigger names. So all right. the all the times where i've gotten to open for some bigger artists um, basically i was i was booked by the festival um, or or the event that they really liked my music and they wanted to they wanted to pair me with uh one of those bigger names and it's always been a, an enormous blessing to be able to do ministry with those those people and also um to reach reach more people with those those larger audiences that's something that i would love love to do more often but it's just kind of a matter of when god opens those doors
1: absolutely absolutely but still helpful information for for those that are listening that are that are up and comers that are looking, you know, how, how do I latch myself on uh, with a tour or at least, you know, one or two shows in my area with, you know, with a, with a national headliner, so to speak. So uh, good insight from you. Um, talk about then being able to utilize having opened for national artists to get a booker to listen longer to your pitch, kind of, you know, give you more consideration than maybe they're going to give, to those that haven't have you felt that it has been a real resource to leverage as you go out to various places that you're trying to get booked at to be able to say hey i opened for this one and this one and this one do you you feel like you're you're getting listened to a little bit more because you do have that behind your name now
2: yeah it, it 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 definitely doesn't hurt that's for sure um you know, the more I've kind of built this, I've been doing it full time independent for about 12 years now and, and touring all over the wow. country. And, um, I, it's, I, I've chosen to kind of go the slow, the slow and steady growth, uh, way. And the more opportunities that have built, the more radio play I've gotten, the bigger shows that I've done with some bigger artists, the more albums I've sold, the more interviews I've done, all that stuff is definitely kind of compiled to a resume that I can, I can, you know, uh, show to, to a festival or I can show to an event and say, you know, I've, I've, I've put this work in a lot of people are, are paying attention. Um, uh, but I've, I've actually found way more than that over the years. That the biggest thing is just personal connection, um, getting to know people. Um, cause when I've, I've done events where they've done, they've gone really well. And the people really enjoyed my music or my testimony. Um, nine times out of ten someone will come up after and say, Oh wow, that was awesome. You should talk to so and so. He's uh, a, a pastor at, at this place or leads this event or this festival and uh and and they kind of give a word of mouth vouch for me. And I've found that word of mouth kind of connections, meeting people, developing good relationships has has gotten me really where i am uh and it has opened up as many doors as i've been able to walk
1: through very good and it sounds like one of my credos which is you can never have too many contacts i know that uh way back on episode 15 when when the guest was myself when i basically did a recap (laughs) kind of did a recap show because i just came out of the gate so quickly with the first 14 episodes and never really took the time to Introduce myself to the audience, or let people know what my credentials were, or you know, what what qualifies him to to host the show every week. One of the things I said on episode fifteen was that you can never have too many contacts, and and there you go. I mean, there's proof right there. Like you say, the word of mouth. Uh, you know, there's there's no better testimonial than somebody saying we had him play at our event. You know, have him play at yours. He, he was great, and you know, these are the results that we had. Uh, you know, when when he when Danon played here. Um, but but so what about the church scene though, Danan? Because certainly there are mega churches that are selling out, you know, for the Mercy Mees and Chris Tomlins and Michael W. Smiths of the world. And when I say sell out, I mean selling all the tickets. Uh but how yeah. how have you had the success that you've had getting booked in churches of different shapes and sizes? Because we all know that the staffs there are so overworked and there's not always a big budget to bring in someone. And have to create an event because it's not just a member of their congregation doing a special night of praise and worship you know on a more you know internal type scale if you will how how have you how have you been so successful getting in and out of all these churches and getting yourself booked across the country
2: um i I think I think I've kind of just learned as i've I've gone and i've I've always tried to go into these um these bookings and these situations and these opportunities with an attitude of being a servant. How can I come into this church and be a blessing to this congregation? And I think when I go in with that attitude, um, I kind of offer a certain amount of skills. And and so um, one of the things I do sometimes is I'll do the entire service for a smaller church. And um, so I'll lead worship, but I'll also kind of preach a mini message, uh, interwoven within the original songs and my testimony, and that gives an opportunity for the entire church, volunteer, and staff to be off that week, where they can either um, be on vacation or just wow. come and just go to church,
0: wow.
2: um, which they don't. well, they don't often get to do. Volunteers <laughs> are usually overextended, and and especially in smaller to mid-sized churches, it's really hard for a worship pastor to get off on a weekend and a teaching pastor. And so there's there's instances where I've done that, but I, I think I just I try to I try to go into every environment not looking at how can I get something out of this church or what kind of opportunity is this for me, but really going with the attitude of how can I bless this congregation? And I think God has has blessed that attitude because those events usually go so well that that I get recommended to ten other places after that,
0: okay. uh, and then okay.
2: usually usually get invited to come back again as well so i think it's i think it's kind of just passing through the doors that god opens and and having um having as as selfless of an attitude as you possibly can and you walk through it
1: sure sure yeah and and i'm glad you're you're again getting back to to the referral um aspect of it because you know again i'm i'm very sympathetic to the listeners who are up and comers that are getting started and saying yeah but how does he you know how does he know which churches does he does he have some big some big thick blue book that's like a national directory of churches <laughs> does he does he go on their websites? How does he know which church to contact when he goes into the towns and and like you say, not only is it referrals, but I imagine it's the fact that you've been at this for twelve years and you know and and you're not just uh you know going to some magic website that nobody knows about that says these are all the churches that that will accept people like me to perform
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, it, it really, early on when I was playing, I I figured out it's it's just important to play everywhere and anywhere you possibly can. Um, every opportunity, no matter how big or, or small, you never know what's going to come out of that opportunity, who you might meet. And so early on, I played everything. I played open mic nights. I played everything and anything I could, and I found almost every single time I could tangibly take away from that day uh, a reason why I played that event. And and I even remember I played a small event like eight years ago. No, no, no. I played a small concert early on in my ministry, probably twelve years ago at a roller rink.
0: Wow. Wow. <laughs> that
2: that uh did not I don't think I made any money that day. I went in just with an opportunity to use my gift and and play and, and share Christ with people. And two weeks ago, uh, someone that is now on staff with a professional football team was at that event, remembered me, enjoyed me, and now wants to book me at, uh, a faith night at the arena of this, uh, semi-professional football team. And so Amazing. it's, it's one, of, it's one of those instances where you, you just never know what door is going to open. You, you, it's just really important to play as often as you possibly can and meet as many people as you possibly can and just see what God does with it.
1: Amazing. What a great story. I am Bruce Warzniak and joining me today in the now hear this entertainment guest line from Wisconsin is christian singer-songwriter danan kane visit his official website at www.danankane.com we've got a link to it on the show page of www.nhte.net and of course you can also just look at your listening device to get the proper spelling of his name from the title of this episode danan is also on social media so find him on facebook twitter and instagram Purchase his music, too. It's available on his official website as well as on iTunes. Plus, you'll want to keep up with Danan online so you can see where and when he'll be performing so you can go see him in person. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nowhearthis.biz, that's H-E-A-R, and sign up for the e-newsletter there and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it, too. Subscribing is free, and it makes it very easy to get the show every week. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you. And please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nowhearthis.biz to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and or become a Twitter follower. And here's the big news I promised at the beginning. There is now an Instagram account just for this show. Please follow on Instagram. It's at Entertainment. There are pictures of guests being posted on there and pictures from NHTE interviews being done right here in Crystal Blue Sound Studios. And certainly just a big, big thanks to all those who are not first-timers. I'm really grateful for all of you who continue to listen to the show. It's amazing to see where in the world some of you are listening from. Dana, for those who are listening that don't know your story... Tell the listeners how and when you got started into music, because your story isn't like what we've been hearing on the show in recent weeks from guests who pretty much always knew they were going to be doing music.
2: Yeah, music kind of kind of came out of nowhere for me. I uh, grew up in a small town in Wisconsin. Um, was heavily involved with sports, and that was kind of my life all all growing up. And actually, went to college. Um, to play sports and uh it was early on in my my college career that I really wanted to grow in my faith and so I got involved with a, a campus ministry called Campus Crusade for Christ and uh in getting involved with that uh, I I got to be I got to see some really cool kind of small gatherings of praise and worship times where people would just bring guitars to uh, their dorm room, or or go out and around a bonfire, and and thirty of us would would just uh, sing praise and worship songs, and I thought, wow, that's so beautiful. I would love to be a part of that. And I had always kind of been interested in music, but didn't really have an avenue to learn. And so, when I was twenty years old, I picked up guitar for the first time, mm. um, just with the intention of learning some simple worship songs to be a part of those gatherings. <laughs> And ended up falling in love with it and, and kind of realized that I had um, had a little bit of a talent to, to write songs. And um, I wrote some very simple songs, shared them with some friends. They really liked it. And uh, within a year of me picking up guitar and singing for the first time, I had my first independent album out. So it was really just mm. kind of a crazy whirlwind, really quick thing um, that kind of came out of nowhere.
1: Well, in another example, a, a colleague of mine up in Nashville once said, "If you want to make God laugh, tell him what your plans are." And here you were, you know, sure, thinking, sure, sure. "You know, I'm I'm not doing music. I'm just kind of interested in it from a distance." And okay, well, I'll bring a I'll bring a guitar and sit around the campfire, but that's all I'm doing. <laughs> like, well, that's what you think. That's all you're doing. But <laughs> fast forward to 2015. Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is if you've relocated to a new market, don't get discouraged if you're having trouble getting booked or you're only getting booked at the same place. It takes time to get established in a new market. And more importantly, it takes time to make enough contacts to start getting your name out there where you'll start getting calls about playing at other places. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. Are you digging the Bruce's bonus segment each week? Listeners, are the tips helping you out, musicians and entertainers who are listening? There's one on every episode. We've even got an ebook for sale at nowhearthis.biz containing the bonus from each of the first 40 episodes. So go there and check that out. So the new album released earlier this year is called Flesh and Soul. You are quoted as saying that, quote, This record is about embracing the journey of sanctification and encouraging myself and encouraging others that if you are not in the best spot or if you're struggling or feel like you've taken a step back to keep fighting and keep wrestling with that, end quote. Uh, And and that sounds like uh, when when you're telling us about the song that set us free, um, it sounds a lot like what you said that song is about. But um, just kind of, Danan, if you would... um, even though that quote was taken directly from you, just just talk about what I just read there. What what led you to that message? What moved you to say I need to put songs plural together to get an album out about this message, about this topic, about this perspective?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think um I think as Christians we 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 feel a pressure to project a certain image uh, to the world that that we've arrived, or that we have it all together, and um, there's there's a danger in putting that pressure on ourselves and each other, in that it it, it kind of leads us to project um, a false image to those around us, um, and I, I think the reality is, as a believer is that salvation happens very quickly in faith in Jesus um but there's an element of working that salvation out with fear and trembling and realizing that the sanctification process of us in our bodies in this world is a very very long and and difficult one um sometimes we take three steps forward and one step back and sometimes we take one step forward and two steps back <laughs> and the road can be crooked sometimes and we need to realize um and encourage our brothers and sisters around us as well as ourselves, um, that there's going to be times where we where we make mistakes. There's going to be times where, where we fall and we fail. And that's okay because the glory should always be in the presence and, and the focus should always be on Jesus Christ. That the reason why he came to die is that he knew that we couldn't do it by ourselves. The reason why he came to die is that Old Testament verse, our righteousness is like filthy rags to him, that our best attempt at the perfection and holiness of God is like filthy rags. His holiness, his perfection is so far beyond our understanding that it will take an entire lifetime of us working on our issues and and, and him rooting certain things out and him refining us, and we still won't even come close to the perfection and the holiness of God. And that's why the good news of the gospel is such good news As he took that pressure off of our shoulders. And he said, I'm going to bear the weight of that. I'm going to take it and I'm going to give you righteousness as a free gift. And that's why his, his, his goodness is so good. And that's why, um, when we think about that and when we understand it and we glorify him for who he is, our worship is that much more pure and beautiful and I think um as a believer that that day that 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 path and that walking out of our salvation in fear and trembling is dealing with failure, it's dealing with the ups and downs, it's dealing with taking a step back every once in a while and, and falling back on our feet and saying, God, I need you, I can't do this on my own and I think the more that we're honest with each other, um, that we are just kind of a mess every single day and that we do need him. Uh, the more we both glorify him and the, and the more we both, uh, put more focus on Jesus, that's where the focus needs to be, not on ourselves. But we also kind of give freedom and, and grace to those around us to be exactly where they're at, not where they're projecting or not where they're trying to convince you where they're at, but actually where they're at. And when we know where we're at, then we can deal with the real issues that we're going through. And we can all realize that we don't have it all together and that we can uh, help each other through these issues. We can pray for one another. We can hold each other accountable. We cannot point fingers at each other, but we can extend hands to one another. And and so this, this album is just that that raw, honest look that, look, I'm, I'm an artist. I'm in ministry. I love Jesus and I don't have all the answers and I do make mistakes. Um, but I want, I want to keep putting that focus and emphasis on Jesus. I want that emphasis on God. I want the glory to go to him and not try to convince you that I've somehow arrived and that I should be getting glory for my own righteousness
1: wonderful wonderful thank you brother thank you that's that, that's great testimony I, I i don't know i don't know what in there um stirred this up in me but you know i i always like to point to the story in the bible about shadrach meshach and abednego and and the courage and you know going through that fire and saying you know that that and, and it's and it's you know i'm stubborn in in my own personal faith you know i, I don't yeah. i don't know if you can say to a fault because you know i don't i don't want to apologize for for being so faithful to god but you know, in those moments of weakness, you know that that you're describing. You know, if if you're stubborn in your faith, you know you you you, you, ha- you, you can't be wishy washy. You know, like like they were. Yeah. And, and to know that I'm going to walk through this fire, and I I know that that God's going to be there for me. But even if He's not, I want to go and do it, knowing that I did it in His name. Um, and and you know, like I said, it it, it may not directly connect with what you were talking about, but it stirred up enough in my heart that I, that I wanted to share that.
2: Um, no, that's that's beautiful, I and mean, it does connect because I think that attitude that they went in that they went in with they understood that this place was not their home. They understood that that God answering um, to deliver them might not have looked like delivering them from the circumstance that they were going through, but they knew who God was and they knew where they were going, and so as believers, you know, God may not answer our prayers the way that we want him to. He may not deliver us from the consequences of the things that we've done. He may not deliver us from a a certain affliction, but the point of life is not just to be delivered from circumstance or to be delivered from pain or sorrow. The point of life is to worship God. That is the reason why we have breath in our lungs is to say that God is good on the mountaintop and to say God is good on the valley floor in the pits of despair.
1: Absolutely. And and
2: so any any opportunity that we have to say that my God is good, that my God is faithful, uh is a blessing. Even if even if it may come in the in the form of something that the world would look at as a as an affliction or something that's difficult. Uh, we have a, a heavenly perspective as Christ followers that at the end of the day, it's not about this life; it's about eternity. And 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 every opportunity that we're going through something difficult is an opportunity to say, "No, my God is good. My God is faithful. And no matter what happens, um, I'm 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 a son or a daughter of the one who created everything, and that's that's the thing that matters above anything else that this world could offer."
1: Amen. Amen. Uh, as I mentioned in the intro, there has been some real good national attention following the release of Flesh and Soul, the national radio station out of LA that put your single into rotation and interview that you did getting picked up by the Associated Press <laughs> from the category of God is good. Um, any secret you can share with the listeners who are up and coming artists as far as getting that type of exposure?
2: Yeah, I, I would say kind of a, a little bit into the industry aspect of it is once I started to, to create content, create music that I felt was, was market competitive, that I thought could actually stand up against some other stuff that I was hearing, uh, on, on Christian radio and, and some of the bigger artists. Once I felt like I had a product that, that was market competitive. Um, I, I kind of asked around of, of how to get it out there and things like that. And two things I, I found were, were that, you know, whether you're on a major label or an independent artist, um, you can still, uh, hire, uh, promoters And, and, and two things that, that two areas to help get yourself out there is PR. And so I, I started working with a PR person who helped set up this interview and then um, radio promoters. Um, I started figuring out really quickly that as an indie independent artist, you know, radio stations get inundated by thousands and thousands of songs, and there's really only you know a handful of people that those program directors will even listen to. They've been working with these pro these radio promoters for years and years and years, and have developed relationships with them. And so these radio promoters hold a lot of a lot of power of, you know, if they bring a song to a radio station and say, you need to listen to this, they're way more apt to listen to that radio promoter than they are some some independent guy from Wisconsin who's just calling them and and, and wanting them to hear my song. Yeah. So, um, so I started working with a radio promoter, and it, it's definitely not a guarantee that... Uh, anything happens. I, I released a record in 2011 and we promoted the single and it, it didn't get picked up by any major syndicates. Uh, but this time uh, my single no words has, has been really well received. And, um, and so, yeah, there's an element of, of kind of hiring some of that stuff out, but there's also an element. You, you've got to have a song. You've got to have a record that you think is actually market competitive that can kind of stand up against some of the major label stuff.
1: Yeah, I love that you said that at at the beginning, and and again reinforced it at the end because, you know, people do have to be honest with themselves. Obviously, you know, you you want your songs to be out there, but uh, you know, I I think if I think you're doing yourself a disservice, you know, if you don't get the opinion of of a couple of. Well placed, well respected people in the industry, and, and you know, just say, "Well, my songs are great." Start putting them out there. You, you know, the the market will dictate really quickly how how great your songs are. And I'm saying that tongue in cheek. Uh, you know, when when you don't get a response. Um, of course, through all this, we do talk a lot in this show about the fact that it is a business. This is work. You know, as 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 people are, are very quickly hearing uh, in in this discussion right now. In fact, um, not only doing close to 200 dates a year, but in early July, you reported, Dana, having done 20 events in the past 21 days. What do you like to do out on the road to cope with that kind of schedule? Not to mention, um, what do you do to keep yourself fresh for each and every time you step up to the microphone?
2: Uh, I actually feel the most refreshed when I am doing a touring schedule like that. I, I really love what I do. I love getting the, the chance to speak to people about Christ. I love playing music. I love leading worship. I love sharing my songs. Um, I love meeting new people. So when I'm on the road, um, the the more the better. I, I really love to keep as active and as, as busy as possible. That actually brings life to me. That, that energizes me when I'm in my element and I'm getting to do the things that I feel God's gifted me to do. It's, it's really when I come off the road, um, and I'm kind of stuck doing more of the business stuff, the bookwork stuff, the, the, the booking things and the, the, the marketing things. It's that kind of stuff where I, I feel the most, um, where I've, got to be on my game to keep my mind in the right places and i've i've got to stick to schedules and, and things that will keep me active because if i don't i'll, I'll kind of slip into into depression i'll flip into some despair and um i i need to keep my mind sharp and i need to keep active and, and when i'm touring it's it's really easy to do that because it's very busy
1: hmm. i am bruce worzniak and joining me today on the now hear this entertainment guest line from wisconsin his Christian singer-songwriter Danan Kane. Visit his official website at www.danankane.com. We've got a link to it on the show page of www.nhte.net. And of course you can also look at your listening device to get the proper spelling of his name from the title of this episode. Danan is also on social media, so find him on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Purchase his music too. It's available on his official website as well as on iTunes. Plus, you'll want to keep up with Dana online so you can see where and when he will be performing so you can go see him in person. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nowhearthis.biz, spelled H-E-A-R, and sign up for the e-newsletter there and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free and it makes it very easy to get the show every week. If you are a new listener to the show, thank you. And please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nowhearthis.biz to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and or become a Twitter follower. And as I said before, very big news. Please to report that there is now an Instagram account just for this show. Please follow on Instagram at Entertainment. There are pictures of guests being posted on there, pictures from NHTE interviews being done right here in Crystal Blue Sound Studios. Good to see the engagement that's already taking place there. And certainly just a big, big thanks to all those who are not first-timers. Just continually grateful. Thank you, all of you who continue to listen to the show. And, and really, uh, for the fun that I get out of seeing where in the world some of you are listening uh, to the show from. Dane, and we were talking about you performing live. For those who haven't seen you yet, do you play solo? Are there others that play with or or behind you? Um, who is out there with you when, when you are on the road doing all this traveling?
2: Uh, a little bit of everything. I toured solo for uh, probably seven years. I was just in a van all by myself driving around the country. Um, and then probably five years ago, I bought one other guy on with me full time. He plays electric guitar and, and sings harmonies. Uh, does some atmospheric stuff, a, a bunch of different kinds of electric guitar type sounds. Um, I play acoustic guitar and sing. And then for certain tours or certain events that might be larger larger budget tours or larger events, um, I'll have a full band with either a four or five piece band. So it's really, I, I, in a, from a booking sense, I, I offer a bunch of different kinds of tiers of, um, you know, if you're looking for more an acoustic thing, you're looking for a duo thing, here's here's how you book me there, here's the cost for that. And then if you're looking for a bigger a bigger sound, if you're looking for a four or five piece band, here's a pricing for that. And I, I kind of book the tours according to uh the budgets of what those things allow.
1: Okay. So so sometimes you're out there on the road by yourself and other times you've got other people to talk to <laughs> that are in the front seat <laughs> exactly. or the back seat or both. <laughs> Exactly. Yep. <laughs> well, um as we can see by the calendar, it's football season and you are from Wisconsin, so I'm required by law to ask you about the Packers. <laughs> uh they they are they are definitely in the conversation by the way as potentially the NFC representative at the Super Bowl at the, at the end of the season that's about to start. So, are you in fact a Packers fan and uh do you even have any time to watch football if you wanted to?
2: That is, uh, I definitely get that question. Wisconsin's known for for basically two things: the Packers and cheese. Every time Wisconsin comes up, those those two things come up. I'm actually a huge football fan, uh, but I am one of probably three people in the state of Wisconsin
1: that is not a Packers fan. Um, so and I'm brave I'm enough, enough to say luck. it. Brave enough to to go. I, oh yeah!
2: <laughs> Believe me, I I I get. To, I get ripped on for it all the time. And I'm pretty sure I even had a relationship end over it,
0: which is pretty Uh-oh. sad. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: an ex-girlfriend was an enormous Packer fan. And I think she just couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm actually a huge Arizona Cardinal fan, which is really weird. They've had like four winning seasons in my entire existence, but I, I fell in love with them as a young child and have stayed faithful to them ever since.
1: Wow. Look at you. Well, um, Earlier listeners, Danon was telling us how he didn't really get started in music till about the age of twenty, and he did mention uh, that he had gone uh, really for sports more so than music. And basketball was was Danon's sport. So, since you played basketball, are you a fan of the Milwaukee Bucks? Um, since 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 you went into music and not hoops, will we see you on an NBA floor singing the national anthem before Milwaukee Bucks home game?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was I would love to do that again. I'm. Um, I, I get ripped on for not loving hometown teams, but I'm actually a Phoenix Suns fan, wow. uh, another Arizona connection, yeah. but uh, I, I've sung National Anthem for some, uh, for some baseball games uh, and stuff like that, but I've actually never done it at a basketball game. I would love to at some point.
1: Now, when you say baseball games, do you mean the Brewers or, or just baseball games in general?
2: I did do an event for the Brewers through a ministry called FCA. I did a concert at Miller Park, which is Fellowship uh, of Christian Athletes. Yeah, that that was an awesome experience. And there's also a a minor league baseball team team in my hometown that I've done a couple events for um, and sung the national anthem and God Bless America at those at that baseball stadium.
1: So, what is this attachment to Arizona?
2: It really, actually, it started. I'm I'm a St. Louis Cardinals fan in baseball, and that was the first sport okay. that I followed. Uh, and at the time, the Arizona Cardinal football team was in St. Louis, and they moved to Arizona. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, when they when the Cardinals moved to Arizona, that's when I started loving basketball, and I realized they had a team and they were very good. And and so I started following the Suns.
1: <laughs> very interesting. Very interesting well uh we're gonna close today with your single, "No words um so Danin, before we let you go, tell the listeners all about this song, if you would, please.
2: yeah, no words uh stemmed out of um the last you know four years I've gone through an extended period of time where uh life was definitely not not turning out relationally the way that I wanted to. I went through a very difficult breakup and went through some very difficult things in life, and I, I, I went through a very, just uh, a very hard time in my life, very full of a lot of sorrow and, and depression, and and really was questioning God a lot, of God's faithfulness and where He was, and, and He brought me to the Word, and He brought me to um, the stories of Job, and the stories of David, and the stories of Paul, and how each one of those were amazing men of God, but they all went through seasons where maybe They felt forgotten by God or they didn't understand why they were going through some of the things that they were going through. And I think that God allows us to go through those times to test our faith, to say, is our worship based on circumstance? Is our worship based on whether we get what we want? Or is our worship really based on who he is and his character and that we are created uh, to worship him? And and so that song just is a reminder that maybe I don't see his promises being fulfilled right now, maybe I don't hear the answered prayers right now, but I'm trusting that His promises are coming, I'm trusting that He's good, and I'm going to worship Him through it, and, and at the end of the day, uh, I'm going to give everything that I have to glorify Him, and, and the, the chorus, there are no words for what, what He's done for me. Um, it's an overwhelming thought to to know that the God of the universe died on my, half, my behalf, that He might have just a relationship with me, um, so that the, the Song of the Words has, has come out of that season of my life.
1: Outstanding, outstanding. Well, God bless you, Dana, and thank you so much for making the time today and just uh, continued best wishes and prayers for your ministry and, and all that you're doing. Thank you for, for the work that you're doing in His name, and, and again, uh, thanks for making the time to be on Now here This Entertainment today.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I don't, I don't take interviews like this or opportunities like this for granted. I know you could be talking to a million other people. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for the opportunity.
1: My pleasure. My pleasure. That will do it for this week's edition of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to singer-songwriter Danan Kane. Remember to check out his website at com and do engage with him on social media. So, like his Facebook page, follow him on Twitter and on Instagram. For that matter, tell him you heard him and his music on Now Hear This Entertainment. And, of course, do purchase his music. It's available through danencane.com or through iTunes. And as I've said before, be sure to keep up with where and when Danan will be performing so you can go see him live. He does not just hang his hat in Wisconsin. He's all over the country. Don't forget to visit www.nowhearthis.biz. And sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. That's it. Just one field to complete. And of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio too, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating. That really does help the show a lot. If you are listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and repost episodes there. And you can also follow on SoundCloud. Let's get your feedback on the show too. Post your comments or questions on the Now Hear This Facebook page. There are links to it and Twitter and even the Now Hear This official YouTube channel as well as the just launched at Now Hear This Entertainment Instagram account. Links to all of those on nowhearthis.biz or send us an email. The email address Mm -hmm. is on the contact page of NowhearThis.biz. We have been recording this show at the great facilities at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out online on their great new website at www.cbpro.net. That's CB as in Crystal Blue. Thanks for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from Dane and Kane. This is the one he just talked about. It's called No Words.
0: You were faithful, you were strong Even when the world is burning to the ground You are always in control Even in the midst of all the broken homes You were waiting for me to rise You were waiting for me, you're coming for me You were burning I'm alive. Even when I couldn't feel you moving